Welcome to the System Hub Podcast. Hola. Konnichiwa. Guten Tag. Where we interview world-class experts. You have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. I was fanatical in my 20s. If you could find a way to produce a business that works without you, your life would change like that. Extracting, organizing, and optimizing their best systems and processes for rapid business growth. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Business Systems Summit. I'm your host, David Jennings, and in this session, we're going to be chatting with Blaine Birch. Now, he's the co-founder and CEO of Dry Run, and I'm super excited to have Dry Run as one of our event sponsors because there's one thing that we know about our audience. It's people that resonate with systems and processes and getting their business systemized. It's that they have these financial backgrounds, whether it's bookkeepers, accountants, business coaches, CFOs, finance people just intuitively get systems. Now, Eric from our team had actually come across Dry Run. He he ended up grabbing a license to their software and said, you've got to check these guys out. They're doing some really great work helping small businesses create forecasts and manage cash flows, which typically for a lot of business owners, they're notoriously bad at. Either they, they don't do it, that's one option, or they fiddle around with spreadsheets trying to create budgets using loose data and, and they don't really gain any actionable insights. You know, for those rare few that are creating budgets and forecasts and doing that analysis, they, they don't then, um, when they look at those, go, okay, well, what's the action that we take? Now, Dry Run, it's an online platform that kind of turns this on its head. It makes it very easy to get your data imported, manipulated, visualized, and you can then start to predict and manage your cash flow. So Blaine's really passionate about this stuff and recently wrote a book on the topic called Pandemic Cash Flow, which explores the, the problems that businesses face and offers some real actionable steps and solutions to properly plan and manage that cash flow. So before I get ahead of myself, though, uh, it's with great pleasure that I get to welcome Blaine to the summit. Oh, thank you so much, Dave. I'm, I'm so happy to be here and always love talking cash flow and, and helping, uh, you know, businesses and advisors any way I can. So. Now, I know we're going to cover quite a bit on this call and we're going to dive into your system for, it's the uh, operational cash flow and future forecasting system and there's a lot to cover. Um, Usually as a way to get started though, I'd love it if we could just talk about some of the problems that you see business owners and businesses have that this uh, particular system aims to solve and then, yeah, we can go through that that process step by step. For sure. Well, you know, um, uh, like... uh almost a third of businesses will die within the first five years due to cash flow problems. And, and one of the things I always like to highlight is 70% of them were uh, profitable when they went out of business. So your business can actually be running okay in some sense, but you just can't get the cash into the business. And that's usually the, the, the number one issue that we see is businesses, they, they've sent out invoices, they have basically have promises to be paid, but they're not getting the cash coming in. It's either coming in much later than it was supposed to, or sometimes it's not coming in at all. And of course, the longer you leave it without following up and without chasing it, the less likely it is to come in. So if you're in a business that has really volatile cash flow, project-based businesses that are, that are sending out invoices to their clients, manufacturers that have to build their product and then, and then get the money coming in later, any of those sorts of businesses are, are particularly at risk for a cash flow crunch one of the biggest things we see is one of the biggest problems that business owners face is they, they often will run from their bank account. So they'll look at a bank account, they think they're in the clear without tracking and projecting what's happening in the business. You know, there's too many moving parts. And what will happen is they'll, they'll miss something. There'll be a big uh, uh, withdrawal from their bank account and suddenly they're in real big trouble. And they, they, uh, they should have seen it coming if they had been 
kind of projecting that, but they, they kind of live sometimes that day-to-day, everything looks healthy, but uh, in reality, it can be really highly risky. I feel like, uh, and this is something that we think about when we think about systemizing business, it's really about opening up capacity. If you want to grow incredibly strongly, you need to make sure that, you know, well, if you did get 10 times, 100 times the amount of clients, what ends up breaking first? And you, you, you need to start fixing those problems. That opens up capacity and that gives your sales team and your marketing team the confidence to know that they can go out there and, and bring in more business. And cash flow is very central to that. We see that oftentimes where businesses can get a big inflow of business and it can end up breaking them. You look at something like you know businesses that you know, jump on Groupon or some of those deal of the day type sites and they get these big flood of sales in, but they're just not set up and ready to, to manage it. And, and maybe they're, they're not taking the cash straight away because, you know, the service provider holds the money for a certain period of time. And so it, it makes perfect sense. So when you're setting this up and let's dive into the system now, when you're working with companies, and I know you've obviously got the software as a service platform, but you also do some work with the different advisors that are running the platform for clients. So how do you suggest people start setting this process up to make sure that they're, they're managing their cash flow well and they've got a good financial operating system in place? Yeah, and, and first off, you sort of hit the nail on the head. Is, is we, we strongly recommend they have a professional a financial advisor of some sort, whether uh, we see different you know, coaches, accountants, sometimes it's bookkeepers or controllers, but have a, have a professional get started and help you with this. It's, it's uh, as a business owner, this is not, you know, generally your area of expertise, but it's also not the best use of your time a lot of times. So to circle all the way back, so we're going to take a look just to give a little bit of the broad view of what we'll look at. We look at cash flow quite holistically. So we'll look at that near-term cash flow. We just sort of talked about making sure you're getting money coming in the door to a little bit of that midterm, making sure that sales pipeline is actually bringing that you in all the way out to all the way out to a longer term so that uh, you're, you're planning for that growth. As you mentioned, growth is sometimes the riskiest uh, area for a business. So we're going to circle back right to the very beginning and, and look at what kind of system is going to help you actually set this up and manage it. Now, we strongly recommend uh, getting onto a cloud-based system. And again, this is where a pro can, can help you with this. There are pros out there that all they do is set up systems and then hand the system off. The reason we recommend this is because there's number one, it's highly efficient when you're managing all of this data and all this information in your business, all the way from, you know, maybe inventory, your point of purchase uh, system, your, your receipts, your bills, your invoices, all of this can be scattered everywhere. You need to make sure you're on top of it and have access to that data at a notice. So setting up a cloud system is going to help you make sure that you're always on top of that data and then you can make use of it. Like a cloud system, for example, you can set it up. Generally, the centerpiece is that cloud accounting tool, you know, such as a QuickBooks Online, a Xero, a Sage Intact. There's, there's quite a number of products that are that cloud tool. But then you're going to want to look at what tools connect into that so that you can actually handle the receipts and handle the things that are related to your specific business and your needs so that all of that data is, is automatically getting pumped into that system your, the, the professional that's kind of connect, you know, managing this can make sure all the data is reconciled up to date. And that gives you the foundation you need to be able to, you know, manage this week to week, month to month, and always have that, you know, the pulse of your business right, right at your fingertips. 
Yeah. So it feels like if that first step one is finding the right person who's going to be overseeing this, and then step two is selecting effectively your software stack, which is probably going to get influenced by that advisor because they'll have some platforms that they're familiar with. And then if you have particular outcomes that you're after, some of the key ones being obviously the accounting software central, but then potentially some receipt bank and whether it's something like dry run as well for for that forecasting. Then we kind of move into this third step. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about once you've got this set up, what's kind of that, that next process? Yeah, and we recommend for, you know, if you're a business over a million year revenue and definitely as, as you move up from there, someone should have their, you know, looking at your, your cash flow situation minimum every week. Now, we, some of our clients are in there virtually every day because they have such a volatility in their, in their cash flow, but we recommend minimum weekly check in and understand what's happening in, in the cash flow in your business. If you have, you know, some sort of volatility, you have those invoices that are chronically late, make sure you're looking at that regularly. And that's where having a pro, you know, watching your back, checking in is really important because a business owner, it's it's hard when you're juggling so many things to make sure you're doing that. Where the finance pro, that's just their bread and butter. They were so comfortable with that. They understand the real benefit of that. They're going to check in on that weekly. And so first step, get control of that near-term cash flow. Those questions of, you know, do you have enough money to make payroll? Do you have enough money that's going to get you through the month to help you grow, to buy more inventory? Make sure that is the very first thing you look at before you start looking out to the the longer term. Get that under control. Take control of that risk and and lower that risk. But then you can actually start doing some real magic things with that data. And that's where it's going to help you grow your business. It's not just about, you know, kind of a seatbelt and lowering that risk. It becomes a data that you can use to know when you should expand, how you should expand, when you should hire, when you can take on the big job that is um, that big opportunity in front of you, you need to make sure you have the, the, the fuel to, to power it, to power your business through it. So we generally start at that near-term cash flow, get that under control weekly, monthly, looking more at the a uh, little bit longer term, make sure you have that sales process in place and that engine that's always is always moving and then start planning that, that longer term growth and you know looking at that at least quarterly, but and then of, of course, as needed, as soon as you have that, you know, that potential idea that, hey, we're going to open up another location, first thing is hop in, look at the finances, start, start plotting that out and, and make sure that it, it makes sense and you're actually able to sustain it. Yeah. So, and, and to pull some of those apart a little bit more and kind of make those steps super, super clear, I'm thinking, let's say that, that weekly cadence of the person hopping in, you know, we're talking about them making sure that, Invoices are getting sent out and followed up, making sure that you're managing your expenses and also doing your reconciling. So it's all of those things that are happening day to day in business. You want to make sure that those processes are happening consistently and that way you're identifying. And the biggest thing for doing that oftentimes is a lot of it, that data is taken out of your accounting platform and then fed into you know, these other apps and things that connect. So you want to make sure that it's pulling from the most relevant data. There's no point in doing this at, at month's end and then you're one of these apps, but you haven't half reconciled everything. So, so you're looking at out of date information. So that, that makes yeah. good sense. Are there any things, other things that you're thinking from a, you know, weekly perspective that you'd like to see the advisor look at? Yeah, you know, from, to get into a little bit more sort of granular detail on that, when you have a business that has those, you know, that volatile cash flow, invoices and bills are typically 
the reason because you sometimes have to delay the bills you're paying for whatever reason. Invoices, of course, they're chronically overdue. So you'll have the information in the accounting system. The problem is that's basically the due date. That's what's in your accounting system. Once you pull it out of there, you have to start looking at reality, the operational realities of business and start moving those around and following up so that you know what invoices are overdue, when do you expect them to truthfully come in and adjust your forecast accordingly. So if you have a bunch of overdue invoices, they all say net 30, they're already past the 30 day mark. You need to be talking with the client and finding out, okay, this one probably will end up four days. This one's going to be 120 plus because of, you know, whatever reason it's delayed. You need to make sure that you're actually moving those around and understanding how it's actually going to affect your cash flow. And so one of the things we do in dry run is we have a weekly action list. So that'll actually one click, it'll take out all of the things that um, all the invoices and bills say, this is what you expect this week. These are the ones that are due. These are the ones that are overdue for both the bills and invoices. And it helps you understand what you have to basically jump on this week. So you're not you know, trying to boil the ocean. You can say, okay, these are the high priorities. That's where the advisor can move those bills and invoice dates around to reflect reality of when you think that money is going to come in and when you're going to pay that money out and build a task list for the business so that they can actually take care of that. And they're not trying to look at every single invoice bill that's, that's uh, in their, in their system. Yeah, that makes sense. So this, Part of the that weekly process, in addition to just getting the data in there, is then also thinking about the management and I suppose it, part of this frequency and cadence will depend on the size of the business and how much cash is moving through the business and those sorts of things. When we kind of shift, like if that's weekly cadence and we think now maybe um, more on that monthly frame, what, what are the additional types of reports and things you'd be thinking about on, on a monthly basis? Yeah. And you know, some of the businesses that, that we deal with, some of them do have this regular cash flow that's coming in. They don't have as many of this um, volatility in the invoices and bills. That we'll see them more often checking in a couple times a month, minimum monthly, but they'll have a different set of problems. So it is very important for each business to understand what are the pinch points that affect your business specifically so that you're always on top of it and you know what are top of mind. One of the things that we always recommend checking in monthly is to start looking at that sales pipeline and starting to predict how's that sales pipeline looking. You likely have, you know, maybe sales staff, of course, they're in that every single day, but as the business owners and as, as the, the finance managers understand what's happening in the, in the future sales pipeline. So what are you expecting next month? What are you expecting this quarter and all the way out to how is this year looking? So we know with businesses that have volatility in, in invoices and bills, oftentimes they're built on really large projects. Those really large projects generally take a long time to close. Sometimes the sales process is six months to a year and they can be massive projects paid in big chunks. And so you have to sort of predict that and, and make sure you have enough in that pipeline because once it starts to dry up, you can't turn on a dime. You have this really long sales cycle they have to work with. But even for businesses that have that regular revenue coming in all the time, it's really important to figure out, is there seasonality issues that, that are affecting the business? Is there things that are happening in the economy that honestly, the rumblings right now are, are 2020 could be a bit of a rough, a rough year, even into 2021. I know the uh, 2008, 2009 recession very intimately. That's really in the end where dry run comes from. Having lived through that and built those forecasts. And actually that's what, that's what saved us. That's what got through and helped us grow the business. 
that's something, again, that you, you do want to have a, a finger on the pulse of every month. How are those sales looking? Making sure that revenue is going to be coming in. So that's one of the, the key things that we would definitely recommend looking at monthly. Definitely, I think monitoring it and looking at it and having it at the forefront is the first step in then coming up with the actions required to, oh, okay, I can see a dip coming in, um, you know, two months down the line here. We need to be thinking about how we're going to fill that dip. Are we going to increase our marketing at this point in time? Are we going to do some sort of sale? So it's, oftentimes I find a lot of the forecasting stuff has a lot to do with just uh, triggering the the creative mind of the key team members because they can now see what's happening and they spot it further down the line, which actually gives them some time to do something about it as opposed yeah. to yeah, leaving to last minute. Yeah. And that's, that's a really important note that you, that really what you're looking to do is buy yourself time. That's the, the perfect, you know, sort of pinpoint to make something actionable. It's time. The more time you have, the more options you have, the more, you know, like you said, the creative you can be with how you deal with things. And that's, that's really what the advisor, the, the finance man advisors are about. They're really about asking questions, understanding what the problem is, and sort of bringing up the different sorts of options. In the end, the business still has to be able to take action and, and make those decisions. But, you know, if you, I've always said, if you're uh, out of cash and you go to the bank and you say, I'm out of cash on Friday, they're going to show you the door. But if you have six weeks, eight weeks, now you have all these options. The bank is going to be a lot more likely to talk with you. And then there's loans and factoring and and following up on invoices, giving a discount to maybe get money brought in. There's all sorts of things you can do when you have time. And that, that applies to both that, that cash flow and getting paid all the way through to that sales pipeline and understanding what's happening there. So it's uh, you really hit the nail on the head. It's, it's you're buying yourself time and the time gives you options. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, some of the key things once you start creating these. So if we're thinking, you know, at monthly or whether it's fortnightly, you'll find your cadence for when you're getting reports created or, or you're making space to look at these forecasts to see what's happening. And you look, you know, two, three, four months down the line just to kind of see how you're tracking. Um, are there any other insights or ideas on what you should be looking for other than just money coming in, money going out, you know, where are we seeing dips here? This I know you, you touched on things like capacity and, and things like that as well. Yeah, that's uh, I was actually just kind of bringing up capacity is, is, a, is a really great example of an issue that what I found both personally in my business and, and with customers that are using dry run, you, you start out, you know, fairly straightforward. Let's get this under control and you take the next step, next step. As you start to get a better understanding of your business and you're in there regularly, you start to see further out now you start to see things that are, again, like you said, it's more than just, do I have enough cash coming in? What's the sales pipeline? You start to realize, you know, our sales cycle, and I've experienced it personally in a past business, your sales cycle, you can start to get all of them jammed together. And when you're looking at forecasts and you see all these deals that are going to land in a really short period of time, that's going to help you understand that you're likely not going to have the capacity to deliver all of it at one time. But then there's other times where you may have staff sitting idle. And if you're sitting idle, it's costing you money, it's eating up your profit, and, and you're in trouble by the end of the year. When you have time, you can start to stretch those things out. You can refuse jobs at times, you can pick and choose a bit. Other times, you have to backfill and get jobs in the door or projects in the door um, and smooth that out. And as you smooth that sales process out and those capacity issues, it ends up being much easier on your company from you know top to bottom. 
it also becomes much more profitable because you're not, you don't have staff sitting idle. You're also not paying overtime and paying contractors to sort of backfill. And so that's just one example. But when you start to understand your specific business and the challenges you face, you'll start to see those nuances and you'll start to be able to track the things that really matter to you, the KPIs that really matter to you, the, the red flags that really make a difference for your business. And that helps that business evolve, become much more efficient, much more profitable. And, and for the business owner, it's a much different feeling than, you know, kind of flying by seat of the pants and, and, and feeling quite a lot of times a lot of stress and quite scattered to being able to understand here's what's happening in our business. Here's where we're headed and feeling much more confident and comfortable with where you're going and that you're able to, you're able to handle growth. You're able to handle some of the bumpy patches that'll come along as well. Mm. So, and some of these sorts of things we'd be looking at, like we said, maybe on that monthly cadence, once you kind of move further out, what types of things would you start to think about, you know, on, on a quarterly basis, or I suppose we'll start quarterly and then we can think annually as well. Love, yeah, love some insights there. Yeah, I think it's really important to, to always be um, taking some time. Like you, you can get into the, the, um, this operational mindset where it's just every day through the grind, through the grind. It is really important to, to look that further out and, and start looking at outside forces that might be affecting your business. And that's, that's why I recommend quarterly. I honestly just say, like, do a quarterly. And you'll hit the annual <laughs> once, every four quarter, once every four quarters. But I think it's important to just have a bit of that look. And, and if you're more comfortable saying, okay, we're going to do the really long-term annually, that's okay. But I think it's very important to understand where you plan to take your business. Some of the risks that may be bigger risks from, from competition, uh, bigger risks from the economy, bigger risks from maybe your growth plans and how you're going to lay that out and uh, start looking at you know how you could expand your business, how you could grow, but also how you can scale things back. If there is a bit of an emergency, if there is a dip, how can you deal with those things? So you're looking at longer term, bigger picture, how is it looking for next year, next two years, next five years? Five years is, is an eternity in business and, and it's not likely to be that accurate. It's still very valuable to picture that, to figure out where might you go, how might you get there, and then have that feedback from your management team, from your finance team, and figure out you know, some of the things that might affect your business going forward. And then it'll highlight things that will start working their way down into that one and two year term and then all the way down into your operations. So it is very important to do that from, you know, this week, you can't, you know, kind of um, only look this week, this week, this week, but you also can't always look just long term. It's really important to do both and do it at a cadence that makes sense. Yeah. With, and I know we talked a lot about forecasting when we're thinking also about analyzing the actuals, like thinking about your P&Ls and, you know, cash flow is probably going to also be part of this, particularly down at that weekly cadence and balance sheet, potentially longer term. I'm wondering as well, yeah, are there there any other things that you like to bring into the equation for the analysis at those different points to try and, you know, okay, we, we forecasted here and what actually happened and what were those influences? Yeah, love your insights there. Yeah, like we're, we're, we're all about, of course, like forecasting, looking forward, but the information like on your income statement, on your balance sheet, your past cash flow and your cash flow statements, that informs how you make decisions and how you analyze things looking forward. So all those reports are, it's important to look back on your cash flow over the past year, over the past two, three years. And that's where you can start to see the seasonality um, uh, 
that may be affecting your business and, and see if you're making progress in your growth. So even though we're, we're you know, very much a tool and, and um, philosophy that's about looking forward, that's where we see businesses often fail to spend enough time and enough attention looking forward. Don't dismiss the past. The past is, is where you can learn from and, and understand if you're building up forecasts that are making sense and, and, and finding those trends. And sometimes it's finding clients that you realize are chronically paying late and you really have to figure out a different way to deal with them to make sure that you're getting that money and things like that. So that's, again, part of that holistic view of your business and, and getting a better understanding of it, setting those KPIs or those key performance indicators that affect your business. And I'd recommend only picking, you know, two, three, four that are really integral to your business rather than, you know, trying to just drown in data. Pick the, the key ones that actually help you move forward and um, don't spend all your time, you know, looking at those things. So, Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So I, I think one of the big takeaways from this session is obviously making sure you've got an advisor, the right person who can guide you through because they're going to be reading these numbers and keeping close eye and making sure that it's regularly in front of you at the right point in time and up to date. So then that links into having the right software stack as well. And then the next step after that is thinking about what is the, the cadence then of, of when this is going to happen, get it scheduled in and dropped in on your calendar so you know right on Monday morning I'm expecting my bookkeeper to, to send me a little snapshot here of, of what we did for last week. And, you know, whether it's every fortnight or, or monthly, getting them to send you a snapshot of well, what does the next month look like? What's expected inflows, expected outflows? What are the areas that need attention? And I think just doing that, then also then at least it's front of mind. You can then start to spot trends, spot things early. Like you have to put your attention on something over a, a period of time and then that things just start to jump out of you or jump out at you as you're looking at those numbers. I don't know if that was a, a good summary or if there are any other particular points you'd like to think of. I think that's a good way to approach it is, is um, one of the most important things that like get people to help you build out a system that makes sense to, to your business as a starting point. It doesn't, it's not going to be perfect right out of the gate. Get the system going, make sure there's regular touch points to get that cadence going, whatever it is. And you, you don't drop off. You keep that going. You will see a major payoff. A lot of times you'll see that short term, but just keeping that cadence up and getting that system in place for your business, it'll start to refine more and more till it really fits your business, your situation, and you get a lot of valuable data, a lot of actionable insights, but it's not overwhelming. It's not too much. It's just kind of fits your business really well. The only way to do that is to dive in, start it, get it rolling, get that regular, regular, regular check-in, 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 and it'll, it'll refine itself from there. And I suppose just uh, recognizing that, you know, business is a game of numbers. It's, it's very central. I know a lot of business owners, they get strong in, in sales or maybe they're strong at doing the particular work. Um, and then oftentimes finance ends up becoming a blind spot unless it's their thing. But you, you've got to understand business is one of those things where you you're actually only as strong as your weakest link. It's not like, hey, you can double down on your strength and everything will be okay. And while that's a good area for you as the business owner to focus on, the, the business still needs to be very strong in all of the different departments and finance is one of those ones you, 
you have to nail because you know if, if you don't have any money in the bank or you run out of cash flow the game stops yeah. so it's yeah de- definitely something worth um looking into i suppose in the tail end blaine i know uh, Eric was talking about it. He'll reach out to you shortly about putting together uh, something special for, for attendees as a sponsor. We want to make sure that people go out and check out Dry Run. But if, it, if people want to find out more about your work and, and things that you're doing, where's the best place for them to go? Yeah, the best place is to come just to dryrun.com and you can, you can hit us up there. It's as simple as clicking on the chat bubble at dryrun.com. We do have a free trial so you can give Dry Run a try, but we, we strongly recommend reach out to us first, talk with us, make sure it's a good fit and then we can, we can help you understand the benefits that we can offer. And um, we're most concerned about you guys taking control of your business and, and getting something, a system that sets, you know, that's set up that works really well for you. We're happy to talk with you. And sometimes dry run isn't going to be the right fit for you. We still would love to chat with you and, and help you um, figure out what actually suits your business really well. Perfect. Well, thanks again, Blaine, for your time taking us through that. Uh, definitely check out Dry Run. I'll put some links underneath so people can check it out and make sure you check underneath the sponsor bonuses area as well because we'll, we'll organize something for you guys. So thanks again, Blaine. Thanks so much, Dave. Really appreciate it. You've just been listening to the System Hub podcast. Remember, we've documented this system for you so you can literally swipe and deploy it within your business. Head to www.systemhub.com forward slash podcast to download it now. 